welcome to Batcast 66, the podcast where we watch every single episode of the 1966 Batman television series. And then we talk about it for your listening pleasure. Today's episode, A Riddle a Day Keeps the Riddler Away. Ugh, what a mouthful. Uh, it's episode 11, originally aired February 16th, 1966, written by Fred DeGorder. Directed by Tom Grise, Grease. What do you think? I don't Might know. be Gree for all we know. Could be Gree. Uh, no idea. Probably dead at this point. So it doesn't really matter. The Riddler's back. He's returned. He didn't actually die. Yeah, you know, uh, last we saw him, there was like a cave-in or an explosion or something, and they couldn't find the Riddler's body. Mm-hmm. I feel like Robin was really upset that the Riddler wasn't confirmed to be dead. Yeah. And then Batman was like, you know, well, I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. And he was right. He was right. He's back. Listeners, if you want to hear our history and thoughts on the Riddler overall, feel free to go back to episode one and check that out. Yeah. I feel like my feelings about the Riddler aren't any different this time around. Yeah, it hasn't changed all that much. Just, you know, I I like the Riddler. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. Last time we gave him a two on our villains ranking list. I'm uh, interested to see how he performs this time around. Yeah, is this going to be the first one that we start having to average out their uh, scores? Yeah, well, I feel like we'll average it out. Yeah, we'll do it at the end of the season, but, you know... He could go up, he could go down. Yeah, let's see how he does. Our episode begins at Gotham City International Airport. Uh, King Boris has just landed. Uh, Did they say what he is the king of? No, they didn't. And he's got no accent. So, like... Yeah. All that gets said is that he rules a small but happy country. Whatever that means. I just know he rode American Propaganda Airlines. Yeah, right? He was like, oh, it's a bumpy ride until we got into American territory, of course. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, like, oh yeah, that's how it always works. <laughs> um, When I first saw King Boris, I, uh, I was pretty excited, but uh, yeah, why, why, were text- you, yeah. why were you excited? I'm surprised you didn't recognize this actor. He plays another character in Batman 66 history. I had a feeling he might be Commodore Schmidlap, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's Commodore Schmidlap from okay. the movie. Um, and, you know, hopefully that's the last time we bring up the movie on this well, episode. At least until we talk about the movie. We talk about the movie and Molly so much. I know. Every episode we bring them up. Yeah. I guess I preempted it, but I wanted yeah. to bring up Molly anyway. Okay. Later yeah, on. I wanted to bring her up too for different reasons. Yeah. King Boris, who is completely unrelated to Commodore Schmidlap, lands in Gotham City. There's like a very small crowd, but a crowd nonetheless, who's very stoked that he's in town. Yeah, there's someone with a big sign that says, Welcome, King uh, Boris. A young lady from the welcoming committee shows up and hands him some flowers, which 
delights him. She runs off, and then the flowers immediately explode. Well, they explode into a riddle. They didn't just murder a foreign dignitary. Yes, that's true. They explode the same way fireworks explode, not a bomb. So, um, if people want to listen to the last time we did Riddler, whenever there was a riddle, I tried, I paused the uh, episode until I could figure out, uh, until I at least had an, a guess at what the riddle could be. And I did the same thing with this one. So the first riddle we get, when is a person like a piece of wood? I had a lot of potential answers for this and I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, when when it's rotten? I was like, no. When it's bored? Get it? Ah. When it was nailed, screwed, or warped? But, you know, we haven't gotten to the answer yet. So I was like, I, I was pretty confident it warped. Because get it, like the Riddler, like his mind's warped. His mind is warped. So I was, I was pretty happy with that. But, um... I'm not happy with the real answer, but we'll get there when we get there. No? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the the Riddler is delivered to us in this banner that kind of floats from the, I guess it's shot out. I see it was shot up and like, yeah, like unfurled. They really love these banners. There were similar banners in the Joker episode that came out of the, the trick utility belt. Yeah, with like all the confetti and stuff. Yeah. Actually, that one had a whole bunch of those banners. Yeah. For Batman, there was one for Robin. There was one about the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess the special effects department, it's an easy thing for them to do. Yeah, it makes sense. We cut to police headquarters, and it's very similar to when we cut to police headquarters in the first episode, which... Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as there being a foreign, like, ruler, the whole setup seems very similar. I have a feeling uh, it's not going to go the same way. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. But it is strange that's become, like, the Riddler's thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's someone from another country's in town? Let's let's start fucking with them. Yeah, I got to throw crime at that. Very similar to the first episode. Commissioner Gordon asks any of his men if they're up for the task of taking on the infernal Prince of Puzzlers. Yeah. Of course, none of them are. So they call Batman. To be fair, I'm not either. I've learned from doing the riddles. Bruce and Dick at Wayne Manor are playing a game of chess. Yep. Uh, Bruce has just mated Dick. Uh, he just checkmated him. Let's let's context or uh, phrasing. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I didn't say he mated with Dick. <laughs> okay. Why? How do you do it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dick's upset because he can never win unless Bruce is distracted by something. You know. I play a bit of chess myself, and I understand those frustrations. Alfred gets the two of them because the bat phone's ringing. Uh, They run out of the room and almost run over Aunt Harriet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll never come up in any significant way. But she does bring up, like, what's up with the two of y'all? She's just like, every once in a while, I just see the two of you running out of this room off to, off to do like something. Like the fate of the city depends on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I, if this show was allowed to curse, you could have said like a bat out of hell. 
Yeah. Ah. Bruce and Dick give some excuse about a, a bet they had and continue to run off. They get to police headquarters and uh, Robin gives us the answer to the riddle. Well, they kind of give us like a weird... Didn't really have an answer, more like a weird train of thought. So when is a person like a piece of wood? First, he's like, when it's a ruler. And they're like, well, he didn't do anything to the king. And then there's something like with the king in chess. And eventually winds up being about the queen of beauty, which is like this Miss America, Miss Universe pageant that's happening. I don't know. It well, bothers- I think ruler is the yeah. answer. Is it, but they're uh, just trying to figure out how that connects to whatever's going on. But I think that could have been... Because, I don't know, I seemed like kind of open to interpretation what the answer could have been for that, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess taking the wider context of how the riddle was delivered, all right, that makes more sense. You got me again, the Riddler. <laughs> See? The Infernal I, Prince of Puzzlers. Spoiler alert, I got one of them, and I'm really happy about that. Oh, nice. Good, so, good. It turns out King Boris is a judge for the Miss Galaxy competition. Yeah, which they're going to pick the the person that crowns called the Queen of Beauty. But the way they keep interchanging Miss Galaxy and Queen of Beauty, like as if it's the title of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was throwing me off. And then isn't there something called the Queen of Freedom also? That's yeah, which is going to be a thing. Yeah, which is why the King Boris is in town. Yeah, because he's got like yeah, he's got some statue he's going to give like statue replica statue about it which i think that might be their like made up version of the statue of liberty oh i wonder interesting the prize for winning the miss galaxy competition is a priceless diamond and emerald tiara so they figure that's probably what the riddlers after there was some talk of like oh maybe it's a chess tournament because there's a chess tournament happening in gotham city right now Scott, have you watched, did you watch episode two? Of this now. Okay, yeah, me neither. Uh, I feel like this chess tournament's gonna come up. It might, but that's also part of why I was annoyed by their answer to it, because it's like, like, oh, it could be these two extremely different crimes happening. It's a bad riddle for the Riddler, in my opinion. I'm very upset. Yeah, but like, Bruce and Dick were playing chess, and then... Yeah, it makes towards the end, the Riddler is like, "Oh, this is part of my plan to checkmate." And he mentions like uh, the king is a pawn, like yeah. yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm wondering if we're gonna get that. Do, as you, a set do you think there's gonna be a big brawl and there's gonna be like giant chess pieces, like as decoration? They're gonna pick them up and like fight each other with them, like, smash I mean, them to each other. I hope so. Yeah, you know, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> The commissioner tells Chief O'Hara to double the guard on the Miss Galaxy competition, but Batman says that maybe they should let the Riddler steal the tiara. Oh no, Batman lost his marbles? He must have. You know, so we immediately cut to the end of this Miss Galaxy competition. Yeah. And I feel like King Boris really cut that close. I don't think he was supposed to be there for that. I think that was just the thing that was happening tonight or that night. He was in town to do the statue of or the Queen of Liberty or Queen of Freedom thing. Okay, so they're just like, oh, you're going to land at like noon. This thing starts at three o'clock. Why don't you come on over? 
okay that makes sense because i was like oh man he just like landed and then had to like run right over and judge this competition anyway they crown uh davis you say i didn't write her name down because it seemed inconsequential yeah i i wrote it down just in case it became consequential but it doesn't really seem like it's going to play into anything yeah anyway julia davis wins batman and robin are hiding backstage and I guess it doesn't really matter that they're hiding because the Riddler pops out of a trap door. He steals the crown and steals a kiss. Yeah. That was non-consensual. Non-consensual, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like you said last Riddler story that he's pretty creepy and yeah, seems to hold. He's very creepy. So the Joker runs off, but Batman's like, it's a fake crown with a homing transmitter. We're going to get him. That seems to be Batman's big, big move these days. Yeah. But uh, just like last week, or rather the week before last with uh, Zelda the Great. Yeah. The Riddler knows there's a transmitter. Yeah. Because they get into the Batmobile, they turn it on, and he pops out of a manhole cover nearby. I I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting, because it's like like a parking garage. So it's like a different kind of like setting than we usually see. Yeah, the Riddler, even beyond him, you know, kissing Julia Davis, he looks extra creepy in this episode. Yeah, I think it's, it's Frank Horshin like can put on a really crazy face and like he's like really skinny. So like I don't know, he just like looks weird. Yeah, there's like, like the way he can, like, he's like crouching and like. Yeah. He looks is really strange, yeah. Yeah, it it almost reminds me of the way some comic book artists will draw the scarecrow. I can see that, yeah. Just like really inhuman postures. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, I I feel like uh, artists forget the scarecrow is not an actual scarecrow. (laughs) Because he'll just be like in positions that aren't humanly possible. Yeah, maybe uh, you can chalk it up to artistic license yeah or we're looking at him as if we've taken some of the fear toxin maybe we're not talking about that but i mean all this creepy stuff is like a compliment yes yes yeah i'm not trying to say like the performance is bad or frank orshin's a weirdo i don't know him in real life so yeah it'd be cool so Riddler leaves the dynamic duo with a with a couple of riddles here. So the first one is a uh, what room can no one enter? And now he mentions if you solve this, there's like a, a it, it, maybe he ties it to the tiara. So I was like, oh, headroom. So I, I I don't know. That's where I was. Yeah, you're it, wrong, buddy. I'm very wrong on that. But the other thing is like it's written on a piece of paper. What is the beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, the beginning of every end of every race? And I got that one right, because that's the letter E. Oh, wow. The beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, the words, the beginning of every end and of every race. All of those begin or end with E. At the end of every race. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's what does that play into anything though? It does. They don't make a big deal about it, so I feel cheated. Uh, I'll point out where it plays into it when we get into the his hideout, or you Ooh. know where he's got them 
you may or may not have some sort of trap. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, until we uh, spoil it. Dynamic duo head back to the Bat Cave, and uh, we get the answers to the riddle. You want to go for it? Yeah, Robin's just like immediately like, oh, a mushroom. Batman's, of course, the Royal Mushroom Club or whatever. That's where the king would be hanging out. Yeah, because like, because doesn't he say once you figure out the first riddle, the second one is in the tiara or something? I, something like that. We just watched they, it, don't remember. That's how they get from just mushroom to the royal mushroom. To the royal, the royal aspect of it, yeah. Uh, I really like this next bit. He's like, get the address for the Royal Mushroom Club. And Robin goes to a computer to look it up. Robin goes to a computer to look it up. Yeah. And Batman's like, hey, now, chum, we can do some things the old-fashioned way. Big boomer energy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Makes uh, him look it up in the phone book. Here in the year of our Lord, 2022. I couldn't tell you the last time I even seen a phone book. Yeah, that's what a waste of paper. Truly. We cut to the Riddler's hideout where we find that he's employed a new gang. Yeah, they're eating cheese. They're the river rat gang. Yeah. So he can only works with gangs that are based on vermins and have an inexplicable babe. Yeah, right? Yeah. Do we even get this, this lady's name? Not in the first half, at least. Um, I don't know if they'll say her name later. I uh, hope so, because, yeah, I have no idea her name. And I only call it one of the rats' names, River or uh, Whiskers. Yeah, something like that. I, They're not in it very much. It's just weird that it went from the Molehill gang to the River Rat gang. Do you know what I mean? Gotta love those rodents. It's, he's the Riddler, not the Rat King, you know? If only he was the Rat King. Yeah, and have like a vermin-themed like whole criminal em- enterprise. <laughs> so we find out that uh, the Riddler is uh, in the middle of Plan 13Z. That yeah. means nothing. I just thought it was fun. Yeah, it just implies he's got a million plans, you know? Which he definitely would. Yeah, that's part of what makes like the Riddler like a fun character for Batman to deal with. Because it's more like the cerebral, like detective nature versus you know being able to like fight him yeah for sure that's uh you know braun is not the riddler's strong suit yeah although i have a feeling there's going to be a big brawl uh, at the end of this story oh of course yeah <laughs> can't wait for it it's been a while yeah we cut to the royal mushroom club and the king is just getting along swimmingly with the ambassador and all sorts of other yeah, I assume like rich snobbery people. Yeah, Gotham elite. Yeah. Bruce Wayne's not there though. Yeah, maybe it's like just American elite. Bruce Wayne also doesn't drink, so that might play yeah. a part. No, I know we've seen him as Batman not order a drink. Have we seen him as Bruce Wayne not like because you know that would be like an expected social thing in his circles? Oh yeah, who knows? Because Batman is also a role model. That's very true. Well, who knows? Yeah, now that you mentioned it, yeah, we've seen him turn down two drinks. Bruce Wayne is absent. Yeah, no one seems to be missing him. But yeah, they're having a great time. Somebody asks if the king would like to inspect the wine cellar. 
Yeah, as he's really into the wine, apparently. Was that one of the members of the the River Rat gang? The way they did it, it made it seem like it was. But it didn't look like any of them. It didn't look like any of them. And then, like, he doesn't seem to spring a trap or anything. But the way the camera work would make makes you think that. So I'm not, I don't know. I thought the same thing when it first happened, too. Yeah. Well, might be part of a trap, might not be. But it definitely works out in the Riddler's favor. Yeah. During the tour of the wine cellar, Batman and Robin come charging in and they ask if they can escort the king back to his hotel room. But Boris assures them that he's perfectly safe. He's amongst friends. Uh, And then all the wine bottles start popping open. And while Batman and Robin go to inspect that, King Boris falls through a trap door. Yeah, where it was like some sort of that was like misdirection. Yeah, now this really relies on King Boris standing in one particular spot. Whereas, like, yeah, if that one guy was part of the river rats, where it's like he could kind of maneuver him into a spot, like, oh, look at this one, and then like pull a lever and he would fall through. But that's not really what happens. Like, everyone kind of like looks away and then it just seems like he died for a second. And he's just like, oh, and just falls to the ground. And it's like, what just happened? Yeah, it was pretty weird. Not really good uh, good filmmaking, but it works for Batman 66's uh, storytelling sensibilities, I guess. Yeah. Also, what's up with all these trap doors in Gotham City? They're just everywhere. They're just yeah, like, everywhere. Why would there be one with right here? Yeah. And I think uh, one of the workers even comments on it. Like, oh, I didn't know that was there. I mean, I assume it's something Riddler just kind of installed. Because where was he the first time? Like abandoned subway stations, right? Yeah. Now he's like in the sewers. Yeah. Maybe he is like the rodent king. It kind of works for this take on the character. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I could bet they probably tunneled under and so one. Batman and Robin are left with two more riddles here. Yeah. Um, how much dirt is three acres squared and 200 feet deep? Which was weird and I didn't get that. And then what won't run long without winding? My guess was a road. Mm. Uh, so the acres one is an island and the other one's a river, which makes sense together but like i the first one i was like i don't know what the hell that's referring to so yeah they go back to the bat cave once again because i guess that's just where they have to go to find out the the answer to the riddles yeah they're trying to figure out like a wine in the river they're, they're trying to deduce the joke that uh, the riddlers hideout yeah and they find that it is at the gotham water and power plant which the show the address is on the east side of the river, so I think that's where the E came into play. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. I thought it was weird that that's what it was, and then like they never mentioned it, and it never came up. Yeah, it, it was really weird. Like, I thought it might be like East Street or something that the Mushroom Club was at. Yeah, because didn't we get an address-related riddle? Yeah, but it didn't, similar? yeah, it, whatever, it didn't say anything about it. I just was upset because I figured that one out and I felt relatively clever. At the Gotham City Water and Power, which 
I feel like they didn't explicitly say when Batman and Robin like discovered that's where it was, but it seems to be pretty abandoned. I think the narrator calls it abandoned. Someone okay. said it's abandoned somewhere, which is weird because it seems like a pretty important part of infrastructure. Yeah, I guess there's just a new one. Who knows? I guess, yeah. There's like some abandoned stuff like that here in Philadelphia. Granted, where, you know, a long time out from 1966. Yeah, almost 60 years. That seems a bit early to have like a huge abandoned structure. Well, and to be fair, Philadelphia is like predates America. I don't know how old of city Gotham is. That's true. I mean, I guess as old as the story needs it to be. Yeah. Here, the female member of the Riverat gang says that she's never met royalty before. Yeah, because they just have the King, King Boris with them. She's the one who gave King Boris the exploding flowers. Oh, is she? Yeah. I I didn't notice that. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, well, you've actually met this exact person once before. Well, now she's like hanging out with them, you know? Yeah, I guess they're having a good time. Most of them. Not well, you know, after she says that, uh, Riddler loses his mind and comes up with like a million different royal monikers for himself. Yeah. It was I, fun to watch. This scene was, or like that delivery was amazing. I thought it was kind of scary, man. Yeah, he like lost his shit like quick. Yeah, he's like, I'm the Prince of Puzzlers. I hold court here. He says he's the king of crime, Prince of Puzzlers, uh, the Duke of something that began with a D. I don't remember what it was, but there was like a couple of them. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Great acting on Frank Gorshin's part. Yeah, he's a good Riddler. Indeed. Batman and Robin arrive and we get a bat climb. Yeah, those are always fun. I love the back line. Yeah. I just love the casual conversations they have. They all philosophical. Ah, it was so good. Before yeah. before they start climbing, it's very obvious that like Batman is hiding. Yeah. He's got his cape like like he keeps it like over his body. So clearly he's like holding the bat rope thing already. <laughs> yeah. He throws it. I first thought it because like you can see like there's like wind blowing. Because, like, you can see, like, with Robin's cape and stuff. So I didn't know if, like, Adam West was just holding his cape down because, like, it was just going bananas. Oh, that could be true. Yeah. But, uh, no, when he finally throws it, he, like, throws his cape back and it's fine. Yeah. It just was noticeable and weird. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you're, like, are you hiding, like, whatever the bat rope is wrapped around on? Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice that. I thought it was bizarre. Uh, yeah, during the climb, Robin is like, ah, oh, if we fail this time, it's going to be a huge international incident. Uh, this is their third international incident? Well, so the first one was obviously the first Riddler story. Was the second one, the Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is their third one. And like, how many stories has it been? Like, this is the sixth. So half yeah. the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Batman's just like, you know, democracy depends on our success. Anyone should feel safe visiting these shores, be they peasant or royalty. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It was a really good. <laughs> this kind of like that kind of corniness is why I love this version of Batman. It's very good. Yeah. 
like we said before, the Riddler tells King Boris that he's being demoted to a pawn in order to checkmate Batman. Again, it's and, all and these chess things keep coming. And, and Riddler referred to himself as a king too, you know. Yeah, chess and royalty keeps being a thing. And obviously chess has a lot of royalty in it. Yes. So yeah, I think you're on something. I think they probably will go to that, whatever that chess competition was. If they don't, then it's weird that it keeps coming up. Truly. And you know, this wouldn't be the first time that episode one. Our road checks that episode two couldn't cash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Because that happened with the Riddler last time, where he's going to sue Batman. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But here, Batman and Robin are sneaking up on the Riddler and his gang. And just when they think they have the drop on him, they get caught in a net. Yeah. And like it's sprayed with like sticky stuff it was weird yeah some kind of like aerosol glue it looked like asbestos oh god but that's not sticky it just looked like that's what it was like i don't know maybe like cotton candy maybe is more accurate yeah yeah for sure so batman and robin are kidnapped and what are, what are they attached to? These like turbines? Yeah, they're like big turbines because it was a water treatment plant. Actually, this scene, like I remember it very vividly, this this cliffhanger. I must have seen this episode a couple of times as a kid, or at least this part. Because like I, I was like, oh my God. And as soon as I cut to that room, I was like, they're gonna be on the thing and they're gonna start spinning. Because I was like, I, I remember that. Like it just triggered some like ancient memory in my brain. Interesting. Cause I had a similar a similar thought i mean it might just be a thing where like maybe we find out this is a trope where like they're always stuck on something that's going to spin well for some reason like i remembered it very vividly yeah or maybe there was some like batman 66 retrospective that like used this something maybe that might yeah it it was very familiar to me like maybe i caught it on tv land or something back yeah it had to have been something like that but yeah so before riddler leaves them to their doom via spinning on a turbine till they die he delivers one last riddle and that's why is a woman in love in love like a welder i haven't figured this one out yet but i figure i have a week to maybe crack the code (laughs) um but it is funny once the, the thing starts spinning, because he gives that to Batman. He's like, you got maybe a minute to figure it out before the centripetal force like rips the bones from your body. I'm like, ooh, that's really graphic. Yeah. Um, but it is funny when this starts spinning. It's very clearly like stuffed dummies because <laughs> like their legs are like sausages and they don't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think this is a stronger first half for the Riddler than we got last time. Even though the, the the lawsuit angle I thought was more interesting, but they didn't follow up on that at all. Yeah. And I I just love the Riddler here. He's like... Yeah, I everything feels a lot more like the show's a lot more figured out and put together now. So like he's clicking a lot more. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I feel like this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited for the next episode. Um, Did you catch the narrator's little outro for us no what do you say well he invites us to come back tomorrow night same time but 
same bat channel. Okay. So it's not yet bat time, but it's bat channel. It felt really awkward and clunky when he said it. All right. I didn't notice that it's been like evolving because my brain just has been autocorrecting it to bat time and bat channel. Yeah, no, this is our first. It's been same time, same channel until this episode. Yeah. I wonder if the show's like, I don't know how far in advance they had made finish the episodes or like got them done like and shipped out to be viewed or to be broadcast. Because the show I know was hugely popular um, and it's kicked off Batmania. But I don't know if maybe like now they're confident like we can start getting goofier with things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to like find a little retrospect because yeah, I guess this is, we've had 10 weeks of Batman. Yeah, so that's more than two months. Oh, no, no, no. Would it be 10 weeks because each episode, each story... Oh, yeah, that's There's right. two episodes a week, yeah. So it's not been very long. Okay, yeah. It's just been long for us because we do an episode a week. Yeah. So it's like twice the length that the show has been going on. But I feel like the beginning of this episode, like, and not saying, you know, it's very possible that the writer for this episode could have just read the script for episode one. But uh, I feel like it's, directly riffing off of that yeah it's got a lot of weird similar stuff uh the 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 varmint gang with the lady a royal incident the riddler obviously i mean in the first one he had robin tied up i mean i don't think that's too different like a lot of these wound up with somebody tied up i think they all have now that i think about it frozen tied up same difference yeah restrained or, or captured in some way yeah, in some sort of moral mortal peril. Yeah. E- even the scene in the police headquarters, I feel like Chief O'Hara is like, he references what Commissioner Gordon called him in the first episode. It's like, oh, as you call him, the Infernal Prince of Puzzlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows how quick or how much time is in between production. Maybe there's some information out there. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I don't. I, I don't know how much of a writer's room or how much uh, creative can, like oversight a showrunner might have had on this. I'm also thinking like how I know a lot about how modern TV shows are made because we live in the age of podcasts and like they do the same. Like people that worked on the show do the same thing. Like we're doing now, where they go through every episode, but like they talk about the behind the scenes process. Yeah, you know, we also live in the age of like DVD extras. As lay lay people, we know a lot more about how these things were made. But you know, I'm also not sure like how much of a creative like vision this was versus this is a popular comic. We can kind of just do it because like Batman wasn't super popular yet. I think this is the show that really like pushed him into the mainstream. This is what made him a household name. Yeah. Because I know Superman was way more popular and he already had a television show. So I might just be like, hey, what else is these, do we have the access to? And like, you know, our next best selling title was Batman or Detective Comics. I'm not sure what it was uh, at the time, you know, which version they would have been wanting to pull from first. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And we can talk about this like later in the series. But yeah, if this is, you know, this was the thing that pushed Batman into the mainstream, but then there was such a pushback from it like decades later 
from fans? Yeah, well, as like comics evolved. Yeah, people grow up in change. Yeah. You know, as fans who maybe, you know, were meant to grow out of things stuck around. Yeah, this yeah. definitely left a, a sour taste in people's mouths. Well, like, I don't know. I always liked this show. I mean, I like dark and more serious Batman too. I don't think Be they're kind of, exclusive. Yeah. I'm kind of curious if we would have gone through that same arc had we grown up in the we had this yeah this show because like both both me and you had experienced different versions of batman on the screen before coming across this yeah because you know we i didn't so i can't remember if i watched this stuff first or like the tim burton batman stuff or the animated series for well, I definitely watched this and like the Super Friends and that stuff first before the animated series. Yeah, uh, but my first that movie '89 is uh, my first. Like I had that on cassette tape and just watched it a lot. Yeah, we got any emails? No, not this week. But uh, if anyone wants to email us, we're at batcast66 at gmail.com. Cool. Um, you know, questions or comments or just like, hey, uh, I used to really like this show. Like, I want, you know, give us any of that stuff. Um, and if it's suitable for broadcast, obviously we'll uh, we'll bring we'll bring it up here and uh, address it or talk about it. And maybe if we get enough stuff, maybe we'll just do like a mailbag episode. Yeah, you know, I'd love to like hear from any listeners who are you know, like the age of our parents who like watched this. Yeah. Uh, especially if there's like an episode that we've covered that they, you know, have a fond memory of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess they'll do us for this episode, right? Yeah. All right, Riddler Day keeps the Riddler away. We'll catch you next week. And same backcast time, same backcast channel.